Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! edition of Sports Sandy Podcast and Sports Sandy Network, the sixth inning of game number seven. We are so happy that you are joining us this week for another exciting, exciting inning. And I've got some of my best friends here, some of our greatest players. Introduce yourselves, folks. President Lawrence Hatchman Lang. I am Mark, the one and only old ops guy, Halpert. What's going on, everyone? Bill Murphy here. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time zone you're in. And I'm Danny Boy Reginald, Vice President of the Sports Saying Network, Mr. Danny Boy Reginald. It is so, so great to be here. I am so happy. There's a um, not so much with the Yankees, but great with the Jets. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to all the NFL stuff, MLB stuff, uh, and uh, all the other sports news. That's going on around the greatest thing that we call sports. Excuse me. And, so. and it's my fault that one of the players who has a major injury happened, and I will get to that later today. Oh, um, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. it's, it's all my fault. Yeah, you, you heard of the you, you you've heard of the Madden curse, but now there's the old ops guy Halpern curse. Yep. And what better way to start off with knocking myself down a peg? So if you come to our blogs. Last year, I did NFL teams before the season's team songs, and I gave every team a song. Well, I did this with baseball this year. Well, and it's posted on our blog site. You can come and look at it on thesportsinsanitynetwork.com at any time you want. And the song I picked for the San Diego Padres is I Can Make Your Hands Clap. Well, Fernando Tatis clapped a little too hard and fractured his wrist. He is going to miss the first three months of the season. So San Diego fans, it's all my fault. I am so sorry. <laughs> it can't be, but whatever. You can accept, <laughs> you can take the apology, the San Diego Padres fans. Obviously, this is a very, very devastating uh, move that's to happen for the Padres. Very devastating injury. Tatis is a all-around solid player, probably generational talent. And five tool. I- yeah, and the fact that he's going to miss three months after hurting his wrist, and now he's going to have surgery on it. Uh, so obviously, recovery is going to be—it's uh, going to be a grueling process for that. Um, so we hope we pray for his recovery. It stinks because he's such a great player, great asset to the league. The league really needs him to, you know, hit home runs and be flashy so it sucks for the league and it sucks for the Padres but stuff happens and you gotta move forward Padres gotta adjust I know the Padres have been in the news a lot lately they're putting Hosmer on the shopping block yep. which is stunning because they paid him so much money just to be their first baseman yeah a lot of a lot of shake and bakes happening today but before we get to that 
patchy. Shake and bake. Reminds you of crispy, right? Oh, yeah. No. And did somebody get a name today? Yes. You know, me and Bill have known each other almost 10 years. Fall 20, fall 2022 will be 10 years since me and Bill have known each other. How did you put up with me for this long? I do not know. Probably a lot of drinking. I don't know. So yesterday we were doing our live reaction show on YouTube. Go check that out. It's still out there. You can still watch it to March Madness Selection Sunday. And Bill kept thinking that a certain Texas college was in the tournament. And he kept mis and when he and Mike the pun master Riffin kept correcting him and Bill just kept saying Texas A and M wasn't Texas A and M it was Texas A and M Corpus Christi and the reason why we're saying that the right way is because Bill kept saying Corpus Crispy as in Rice Krispie treats (laughs) and. It kept being the highlight of the show. And, you know, me and Danny Boy's names date back. Mine, mine will date back 10 years. Danny Boy's dates back eight, eight or nine years, if I'm not mistaken. And, about, you know, about nine, yeah. About nine years. Old Ops guy has his name from the Renegades from four or five years ago. Yep. So we are finally 10, almost 10 years later, giving Bill his mm-hmm. nickname. And it now, from now on, will be Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy. <laughs> so make sure you have that in the back of your mind, Bill, because now that's how you have to sign on and sign off, however, when we are live or recording for a podcast. So in the words of Bill Murphy, applaud, you finally have your nickname. Yay. It only took me a decade. It almost took you nearly a decade to finally get your nickname or way back when your radio DJ name. But finally, Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy is here. And it only took you mispronouncing a Texas college. <laughs> be, be lucky it wasn't something else because yeah. it could have been worse. Could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yeah. He, you could have been named Moses worse. as your middle name for saying Moses walked on water. <laughs> We're still on that. It's been a fault. <laughs> We're still on that. Listen, what it, it exists on the airwaves now. The internet. It's there forever, Bill. And the so will a big moment. And so yeah. will Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy. We'll live on forever in the internet. So with that said, let's talk some baseball. Yay. And as we, as we move into baseball, as we know, it's finally back, as we did our little post-record last week. And we are now into the signing stage, free agency. And everybody thought it was going to take off right out of the bat. I know I did. It was a drizzle. It was slow. Teams were getting their feet wet. Yeah, well, the floodgates opened over the last three days, and the tides rushed in. I'm going to start off with a couple, a couple of local teams. We're going to start with the Yankees. The Yankees traded Gio Urshela and Gary Sanchez to the Twins for Josh Donaldson and Isaiah kiner Falea. This was to me. Bilefa. Bilefa. Thank you. I knew I would butcher that part of it. 
this to me was a very smart move in, mind you, I'm the Mets fan here, very smart move by the Yankees. Gary Sanchez's production is abysmal. Okay, the man can't run. His bat speed is gone. And he was on the books for at least $20 million this year. Um, Gio Urshela is an up-and-coming young third baseman. He has time to learn, and I think the time with him in Minnesota will be good. But the Yankees gain Josh Donaldson, silver bat holder, hitter record. The guy can run. The guy can throw. The guy is a powerhouse name right now. Dan, Yankee fan, what are you thinking? So it's an interesting trade. Look, uh, I had a lot of time to really think about it. I didn't want to get so upset with the Yankees. Like, I was a little bit upset because they got rid of Urshela. Urshela, who, you know, was a very good third baseman and you know, may not have been the best hitter in the league, but comes in the clutch many times. He can get you that RBI. He can get you that home run. He can get you that big double, big hits. So, you know, again, didn't happen all the time, but he was capable of doing that. So I didn't understand it on that front. But the more I kept thinking about it, the more I realized it aligns with what the Yankees want to do, which is, it, it was a stat. This is a stats move. Let's call it what it is. Stats move. Mm-hmm. Okay. You obviously have a good third baseman in Donaldson. Donaldson, who's very good. And let's be real, even though he's 36, he still has enough power to, you know, give you enough runs. Right. And with those dimensions at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Exactly. And then you you get Connor Falefa, who is a shortstop, a true shortstop. Yankees who have been craving for a true shortstop for the longest time. So now you have him. And then you get a catcher. I, I, I can't pronounce this guy's name. But I, it, and that's why I didn't put it on here. I couldn't. I, <laughs> no, after, after last night, no. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> even going to attempt it. But they also get a catcher in the deal. Who, right. They're going to platoon him with Higashioka. Higashioka, who has earned his stripes. He needs to be the main starter at uh, behind the plate. So um, overall, it's not the worst deal in the world. Again, this is more of a stats move. This is a, along the lines of analytics. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think the Yankees, they own this. I'm not sure they win the deal. They're, they're very pleased with the deal. I'm not saying they're going to win because I don't know how it's going to all pan out. But if we're just looking on the scale of things, it's not the worst deal in the world. I'll take a true shortstop, uh, he may not. And, and, and let's be real about uh, uh, Kyron Falefa. He hasn't missed game. I think he hasn't really missed that many games, if I'm not mistaken. No, he he really hasn't. If you look at his career, yeah, so not a lot he, of time on the injury list. Not to jinx the poor guy. Here. Yeah, exactly. So he's healthy, and the Yankees can definitely use that. Uh, and look, I, I'll miss Gio. I'm not going to miss Sanchez. Sanchez has. Regress mightily in two years, and that's a disgrace. Uh, so I'm a little mixed on the deal, but let's see how it works out. I'm willing to give it a chance rather than criticize it. Crispy, what do you think? You're the other Yankee fan here. Well, as the other Yankee fan here, um, I agree with Reg. I think this is a um, I actually think this is a good deal. Um, I, actually, I think it's half good, half bad. The good part is. 
Bye bye, Gary. I used to like him, but he has, he's regressed. So, bye. Um, but you know, on the other hand, though, I, I, I am kind of sad about Gio, though. I, I did actually really like Gio Yashella or Shella, but you know what? I think this is a good deal, and it's a good trade. Josh Donaldson, welcome to the Bronx. That's and, what and Bill, you know, the Yankees just gained that corner infielder. Yes, they need on the other side. As we move into other trades that just happened, we're going to be one that's going to possibly affect the Yankees soon. The Atlanta Braves made a trade with the Oakland A's today to bring Matt Olson to Atlanta in exchange for a number of rookies, including Christian Pache, who to me was a true star in the making. This leaves now Freddie Freeman to go anywhere he wants. He is a free agent. Teams that we know are looking at him right now, we know the Yankees are now in top contention along with Los Angeles, the Dodgers, not the Angels. So we will see where Mr. Freeman goes, but if things are pointing the way they are, it looks like Freddie Freeman could be in New York, but just not with the team that I would want him with. I say come to another certain NL East team that needs a first baseman for a couple of years. Well, forget the Nationals. They're, they're no <laughs> wow. Forget the Nationals for now, for now until I'm probably getting my teeth kicked in later in the season. But let's go, let's go across the way here to Queens. The New York Mets made a huge trade to get their third starter. Chris Bassett was traded to the Mets for JT Ginn, who was a top pitching prospect in the Mets organization, and Adam Ollier, which is okay. Chris Bassett is a major league ready starter with all-star ability. This was a huge pickup for the Mets. It gives them that fifth starter, and it's going to give McGill and Peterson time to work in AAA before they're going to come up, as they will. But Mike Rifkin and I are still waiting on that left-handed pitcher that we so desperately need. When you look at moves that were made today, let's talk about a move that was made a few days ago. San Francisco. This time, Carlos Rodon for two years at $44 million, but he can opt out after one for 20. Anybody in this room want to explain to me how this guy is worth $44 million? You're asking the million-dollar question. I would like a million-dollar answer. It, you know, who is this again? Carlos Rodon, the pitcher uh, from the uh, pitch for the White Sox last year, had a pretty decent season, and then uh, shoulder troubles at the end of the year really cost him, especially in the playoffs. But I can't see how this guy's a $40 million pitcher. We're going to turn our p- patching over to Patchy's team here. The Washington Nationals get their DH in Cruz. For one year, fifteen million. Patchy, you care to weigh in? Well, you know, hey, you know, with the NL and the DH rule finally coming in, go out and get yourself the veteran, a veteran of the league that's winding down that can maybe still produce at forty-one years young. And Nelson Cruz, hey, DH, so. I would hope so too. I like Nelson Cruz. Had a great season last year, and then you know, mid-performance downgrade finish strong 
know what? I welcome him. I welcome anybody that comes to the Nationals. I hope the Nationals go out and get one or two more free agents to help this team because I want to see this team contend again and not be a mockery like the Royals did after 2015 and dwindle down to nothing. No offense to the Royals, but I don't want our World Series win in 2019 being a one-off. I want to win another one in the next two to three years, if not this year, if we can make it happen. Wow. This year would be and, tough, but anything will be can tough, happen in but, baseball. But to me, we need to go out and I'd say we give some money to Freddie Freeman. And if not, try to go out and get Trevor Story at shortstop. Try to bring it, try to bring someone in that's out there in the free agent market to maybe draw more people to this team. I mean, the Nationals, we all know, have always been a team of wanting perfection almost they want uh, perfect go ahead patch it, it, it's weird with the nationals because you know pitching is now i wouldn't say abysmal it's now very down because we're having strasburg come back after his with his injury patrick corbin had a terrible season last year of i think being nine and 16 5.24 era giving up the most runs and home runs as a pitcher mm-hmm. so he had a bad year so hopefully those hopefully Strasburg is very healthy to come back and Patrick Corbin's ready to brush off the 2021 season the Nationals just need to open the, the open the checkbook a little bit and spend a little bit of money yeah. just spend, well, a li- spend a little bit of money you don't have to spend all of it you're gonna be well within the new CBA um, salary cap you're gonna be like I think they're gonna get 130 million under or something like that it's, it's something like that it's something something astron it's like, it's like some number where they're like well under the the cap where they don't want to spend money and that's on the learners the learners want if the learners want perfection go out and get yourself players exactly 100 percent. well the, the nelson cruz it's not a bad signing he, he's a no it's not i agree no it's a really good signing um i mean look if, if you want to look at his numbers 265, 32, and 86. Uh, 32 home runs, 86 RBIs in the season. That's splitting time with Minnesota and Tampa Bay. You know, it's it's a to me that is some the production that the Nationals can use, even if they don't really go far this season. You gotta make Washington a nice destination. It should be. It, it, it's got tradition. In it. It's got history a world series with a world a world series in the last three years and even with the problem commanders we'll get to when we get to football across the way they're still the most popular sports team in the capital besides the capitals other Um, go ahead man the Nationals, are you staying on the Nationals for a second? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, good. They, they, they re-signed Doolittle, John Doolittle. They did. Okay. Um, so they get back a nice reliever. Uh, he uh, What was the last year with the Reds and the Mariners, if I'm not mistaken? Yes. Okay. I think you're so, right. I think you're. I think it was Reds and Mariners, yeah. Okay. Well, Nats right. getting back. He was a big part of that 19 season, so um, good to have him back. Yes. 
Um, another free agent pitcher, two of them actually really big. One of them being Clayton Kershaw did resign with the Los Angeles Dodgers for one year, 17 million, which everyone and their grandmother knew that's where he was going to go. I could not see him going anywhere else. Um, and a name I could that, no, sorry, hey, on ahead, that, on that, I could see him going to the Yankees and the Yankees threw him money. Oh, it, you I know, throw money at him. The only problem with that, as I see it, is Kershaw is a stingy pitcher. And with those short porches on left and right, a lazy fly ball. I mean, Dodger Stadium has the same thing at those corners, really. But it, I think Kershaw would be lit up at Yankee Stadium for a whole year. Also, and I'm using my hands here for those that are listening. L.A., New York. I'm bringing up my right hand. Further up. That's the <laughs> hand that was on L.A. I don't think he wants to leave the West Coast. I think he's a West Coast boy, so. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll be watching him probably. This could be his final year. We'll see. You know, Kershaw's had a, an outstanding career in baseball. One name that I was calling from the beginning of when baseball was back was for the Mets to go and get Yasie Kukuchi, the uh, pitcher out of Seattle. I was so dead on and Toronto came in and swooped him up before I even think Steve Cohen knew what happened. And they got him at a reasonable price at uh, 12 million a year. I mean, he's, he's going to be an innings eater for them. I'm hoping he'll get his ERA down because he's got some talent. Um, the Philadelphia Phillies signed Jerry's familia from the Mets. Um, familia goes over on a one-year deal. Not bad, you know. Am I gonna miss Jerry's? Yes. Is it gonna be a changer for the Mets? No. It, it's weird with the Phillies because I think Bryce Harper wants a big bat to come too. Yeah, Bryce but Harper. The can't afford it. Bryce Harper is asking for they them to do something. He needs help. <laughs> they're, they're expecting him to do what he did all the time in Washington. Hit forty home runs, one hundred and thirty RBIs. They're trying to make him the Jason Giambi of black back then. But, but the problem is, when he was with the Nationals, he had more talent around well, him. That too. Bryce Harper had more talent in Washington than he did the last few seasons with the Phillies, because the Philly mm-hmm. everyone's expecting the Phillies to go win at least one or two World Series. Granted, the contract is still young with Bryce Harper, but I think right now the contract with Bryce Harper is kind of mid right now. Well, what does Harper have left? He can't have any much more than five years left on his contract. Maybe it was, six. Thought, it, was, it was like a 12-year contract, I think. I yeah, thought. but I think he could opt out after. Like he can opt out after a few, and you might see Bryce Harper opt out of his contract with the Phillies because – They're doing he, nothing to help him. They've, they might have uh, – give me one second, Bill. It's, I agree with you. They've done nothing to help him. And I think Bryce Harper was expecting to go to Philly, win one or two rings once again. Yes, the, he's still very young in this contract. But if the Phillies don't help him in the next few years, Bryce Harper kicks himself in the ass because, you know what, maybe he should have taken the deal with the Nats. He could have stayed with the Nats, and he would have one ring under his belt. Oh, he did bring the uh, championship home. Yes. Yeah. yeah, remember, he was going to bring a title back to D.C., and sure enough, he did. With, yes, he did. <laughs> he, he helped a little bit because the Nats did beat the Phillies a few times. So, technically, Bryce Harper did help the Nats win a World Series, if you want to get all technical. Bill, go ahead. 
Yeah, I just wanted to say um, Bryce Harper's contract is 13 years. Yes. Yeah. It'll it'll never see its full length. Their opt-out has to be around five or six. Sorry, just let me fact check. Yeah, no, that's fine, Bill. Unless the Phillies start doing something to help Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper will be out of that contract midway through, and he will be playing somewhere else, probably in the Bronx. Now, another Wouldn't be totally opposed. Sorry. No, that's fine, Bill. Now that a, another team has now become a very big focus, the Cincinnati Reds have been making moves, shaking and baking all day. One move made between Cincinnati, to me, I don't get. Minnesota trades Chase Petty, who was their number one pick two years ago, and they end up getting Sonny Gray in a low-level prospect. For a number one pick, this is ridiculous. Sonny Gray has not proven himself to be a top-notch first-round grabbing trade bait here. Before we um, talk about that, I just also want to say that Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Lincoln were traded to Seattle. Cincinnati is cleaning house. They're going to rebuild. They're going to start over. Be on the lookout for any trade for Joey Votto. And I think if the deal is close enough, he'll go. Absolutely. Another couple of big names that are left on the market right now, you know, besides Freddie Freeman, Carlos Correa has not signed as of yet. And obviously we've also mentioned Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, but there's two other names that have not come up in discussion. And I don't understand how Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos have not been picked up yet. Isn't Granke still out there too? Zach Granke at 38 years old, yes. Yeah, Granke is still out there too, and he hasn't been picked up yet. Right. I mean, even Conforto, I would have thought have been signed by now. I mean, he's not coming back to the Mets. I wish him all the best wherever he ends up. But how how is Freeman, Rizzo, and Bryant, just to pick three out of the list, still on the board? It's weird. They might be holding out for more money. Um, also, Andrew McCutcheon is a brewer now, apparently. That, that, that news broke about 15 minutes ago. So okay. Andrew McCutcheon is now part of the Milwaukee Brewers. That's according to sources. So good for Kutch. But with the, with the other three, I think they're waiting out just for the right offer because I think they want that payday. Well, I think Freeman will now command the most respect. I don't – is Boris his agent? Can someone look um, that up quickly? Okay, what is it? Scott, is Scott it, Boris, Freddie Freeman's agent. Maybe. I'm not I Boris like is an agent for everybody. Pretty much. No. No. Who's he who's no. the agent? Oh wait. Is it Excel oh. Sports Management? I don't know who, who Oh God, he's with that. <laughs> It's going to come down to a midnight timer then with Freeman. I did not. Oh, wait, I think I, I think Boras is the Scott Boras. I think he is Freddie Freeman's agent. I don't know if he's part of that group, though, Bill. Okay. Whatever it may be, of all the names that are on the list, Freddie Freeman's name is now prime number one. He is cursed number one, wherever it's going to get him. And I say cursed is because 
you take a guy who's been with one team for so long and has made his notches and his belt loops. I hate to see a player like him go somewhere else and whether God forbid he got injured or has just a horrible year and people get a bad taste in mouth. Freddie Freeman is one of the purest baseball players I ever seen play the game. And again, I'm surprised he is still out there. You know, Chris Davis, another name that should be floating around as DH only, has not been touched yet. His numbers have been declining a little bit, but he still hits 260 with 30 home runs. So what teams are thinking, I don't know right now. It, it, it's really a conundrum. It, ba- baseball is, the I would say, the weirdest sport out of four because one day everyone's a free agent, and then next day you get a contract, you get a contract, they get a contract, you get a contract. And then we're... And then we're here or talking about it. Right. So no, 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 in our luck tonight, someone's going to sign somewhere and then we're going to have to cover it again. Yeah, exactly. I'll be stunned if Castellanos doesn't go anywhere before the season. He was one of the biggest names coming out of the gate after the season he had in Cincinnati last year. Yeah, well, he's definitely not going back to the Reds after the moves they're making. So, um, I definitely, I would definitely would not. Um, But yeah, it's stunning. I don't know where he's going to end up. Like, we don't, there's no, really no movement on that front too. I'm really interested in seeing how that shakes up over with him. Correa is another name that, you know, he's talked about, but like, no one really wants it. There's really no interest in him too. Well, no one wants to give him 10 years. For Christ's well, sakes, he's not well, worth 10 years. No, he's he isn't. Not, worth, not worth 10 years, but he's worth the amount of money, a good, good bullet of money. He's earned it. He's a good you player. You think he's a $300 million player? No, I don't, but he's a, he's a good enough player to earn at least 100 Oh, yeah, $10 million a season, but he, want, he wants upwards of 30 a year. And that's absurd. Yeah. But there should be still enough interest to, to negotiate that. I, that's why I see him ending up staying in Houston and on a much lesser deal than he ever expected, maybe on a one year with a two, with a second option. Yeah, one year, 20 million. Yeah, like, possible. But stay in Houston one more year, play without two a day. Honestly, why not? Like run it back. They were in the World Series. Exactly. You know, Verandler's back, you know, at, at full strength. You know, it's, Baseball is heating up faster than we're going to know what to do with. So keep, keep your eye on the Sports Insanity Network's page, you know, the blogs as we update baseball every day. You're listening to the Sports Insanity Podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Make sure to like us on Facebook by searching SIN Sports Insanity Podcast. And also follow us on Twitter by searching at SIN Sports Insanity. And now back to the bottom half of the inning on the Sports Insanity Podcast. The Oblong Sports, the gridiron, has been making moves over the last week. And all of our teams here have done big moves, except for the Giants, who have just given the ball away, basically. Every other team has started making huge moves. And I'm going to let Danny Boy Reginald lead this off, because one of the free agents that went to his team, the Jets, today, I wanted a doubt, so I'm going to let him have the floor because he got the player. Uh, first of all, kudos to Joe Douglas for keeping his word and not overspending on players. 
He said he was not going, he's going to be aggressive in free agency, but he's not going to be reckless. He's not going to hand out these big ass contracts. And he hasn't so far. Lakin Tomlinson is a guard, signed a three year deal worth $40 million, $20 million guarantee. Okay, it comes from the 49ers. I'm stoked about this one. I know Mark was, you were high on this guy, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. I knew he wanted out of San Francisco, too. Yeah. And I wanted him to come to the Dallas line when I saw the Jets got him. I said, damn, I'm smiling right now. I know that. Much. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because and, and so far, most of these signings have been offensive. So really tackling on me and Jets needed a lot on the offensive side. Right. Um, at least an improvement. They weren't bad offensively but they can always improve to get them better, to get them over whatever hump they need to get over. Um, so they're making moves on the offensive side. They not only signed Bra- re-signed Braxton Berrios to your contract, they also got C.J. Uzma from Cincy. Yeah. Can you believe three, that? 20, three years, $24 million. Like, Can you believe that? Like, and, and this is, again, a, not a big-ass deal, $24 million over three years. Average about eight million a year. Like, it's that it's a big signing because it's a, it fills in a need, but you're not overspending. And Joe Douglas is being smart about. It. I love wow. his move so far. And I, you know, I mean, I'm the Dallas fan here, and I was very happy to see the Jets making some moving, grooving. But let's go down to our president's team, the Green Bay Packers. Resigned Aaron Rodgers, and he is now your starting quarterback in Green Bay. Devontae Adams was tagged. Patchy, would you like me to break the news on what Devontae said, or are you going to do it? You know what? Since you're talking about it, go ahead, and then I'll oh, give Patch, come on, man. Your team, Patch, man. Now, I'll, I'll let Old Ops guy take this one. Devontae oh, Adams today. was franchise tagged, which everybody knew was going to happen if Aaron Rodgers was going to be resigned. They were not going to let him just walk away. However, he will not play under the one-year franchise tag. He wants a career-ending contract, and that is something the Green Bay Packers cannot give him. Patrick. And they're far apart, by the way. Patrick. Very far apart. Uh, You know, we thought this season would be the end of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I thought it. Deep down in my heart, I'm like, you know, you know what? He's going to end up in Denver. He's going to end up in San Fran. And all of a sudden, the notification comes out. Aaron Rodgers signs a four-year deal, practically ending his career. Basically, it's his ending career contract with the Packers. Thank God he's not pulling a Brett Favre. We'll get to that in a minute with another certain other player that announced something the other day to me it's a shame because you need the aaron Rodgers Devonte adams combo you need For that me. in green bay yes you need that and yes aaron Rodgers has gotten a pretty penny but to me if he wants to keep Devonte and he wants to keep his number one back and get him back take a little bit of a pay cut to help secure Devontae Adams in the long run. 
Because if not, the hottest free agent in wide receivers is out there in the market. And some team will throw him that money and say, hey, we're sorry Green Bay can't give you the money, but we'll give you that money plus a few extra for you to come play for us. And there's only one team that can afford to do it. And that's the Indianapolis Colts. Can the Indianapolis Colts take him away? They need to go out. Jonathan Taylor on the same team. That would be that that team would be absolute beast if you have Devontae Adams at wide receiver and Jonathan Taylor at running back. They'd be freaking unstoppable. You need a quarterback there, though. That is true. You need a quarterback in Indianapolis to throw to Devontae Adams. And, what and there's I only up, one quarterback out there that Indy should go for. That's Deshaun Watson. And that's where I was going next. If Green Bay cannot come to a deal, and I think Devontae Adams is going to push this fast because he's not going to want to start the new season without a team. If Green Bay tries to push it, and Deshaun Watson goes to Indianapolis, which is a possibility, even though he's meeting with Carolina and New Orleans tomorrow and the next day. Could you imagine that? Deshaun Watson, Jonathan Taylor, and Devontae Adams all on the same field. Not, not to, to take away from T.Y. T. Hilton, who will still be there. You know, that would be a scary AFC but- football team. I'll pose this question. Does Aaron Rodgers let Devontae Adams go? And does he? But this is where Aaron Rodgers has to, they have to do with Aaron Rodgers what Dallas is doing. It's they have to convert his salary into a signing bonus. The problem is he signed four years, 200 million, and I think 125 of it is guaranteed. How much? 125 125 is guaranteed for Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yes. How much more can you hand him to cut down on what his cap is going to touch? And give, give him ownership. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> give Aaron Rodgers like <laughs> not a bad idea. I would say maybe one percent, or you know, go out there, get like, give him three percent ownership of the Packers to have him say, move. say, not hey, either. I agree. You, if, if you want Devontae Adams and, Green, and Aaron Rodgers to – well, Aaron Rodgers is guaranteed to stay in Green Bay. But if you want Devontae Adams to stay, you better yet give Devontae X amount of money and tell him, hey, after that, you get X amount of ownership in the, in the Green Bay Packers stake. Yes, and, and that to me would make sense for Aaron Rodgers. But now we're going to go to what Bill has a little crinkle in his middle of his brow. It, you know, it, you know, it, it's why his um, face is a little bit crispy. Yes, it, it's definitely from all on the, the anger side. that has happened. Look, look at the burnt side. You mind if I take this? If that's Go okay, for, you got it, Bill. The floor is yours. Okay, you know what? We just live the decibel to level down. Okay, you know what? I'm going to turn my mic down a little bit just in case I get crazy. Thank you. Okay, Jet. Okay, we lived. In two months of bliss, when we heard in January that Tom Brady was finally calling it quits. And guess what? Oh, come yesterday, that blitz that bliss was very short-lived. Very short-lived. Tom Brady did an April Fool's joke back. before April Fool's happened. Tom is back. 
Yeah, he did a, about a couple weeks early April Fool's joke on us, folks. <coughs> oh, God. He, Tom Brady has unretired. He said he still needs to be on the field and not in the stands. So I can't believe it. He would pull this on us. You know why? I had to say nice things about him in January. I don't like saying nice things about Tom Brady. I had to say nice things about him. The sad thing is, everybody, we all said nice things about Tom Brady. And guess what, we Tom? All take back. We take those nice things back. And no, when you I do don't, yeah. retire, we're not going to say those nice things. The best part is, he pulled up Brett Favre. He sure did. <laughs> he, he, did. Pulled, he pulled up Brett Favre. And you know what? We can't even say he pulled a Tom Brady. He pulled up Brett Favre, said, I'm going to retire. I'm going to give it a nice rest. Except he went he said, yeah, I'm going to retire quicker than Brett Favre did and say, yeah, I'm coming back. But to be fair to Tom Brady, oh, God, I just gave him a somewhat compliment. To be fair to Mr. Brady, um, at least he's in better shape than Brett Favre was at this point, though. No, I don't think so. Really? I think he's in the same condition. And actually, I kind of think Tom Brady's in a worse position than he realizes as of today the entire tampa bay team that was last year is 70 percent free agents and all of them are starting to go all over the place alex kappa who was protecting brady's butt for the last two years is leaving for to protect joe burrow there is now a very big hole up the middle in Tampa, and if the ball is snapped, there's no one there to stop it, and Brady's going to be piled right through the goddamn turf. Tampa Bay has to see where they're at right now and realize Fournette is not going to be back. uh, Barber, not going to be back. A lot of offensive linemen, O.J. Howard, all leaving. So I don't know what Brady's thinking he's going to accomplish. And you know what? It's it's going it that I I think what motivated Tom Brady to come back is watching the man who kicked him out of the playoffs, Matt Stafford, win a Super Bowl. He it's pro, this is his super villain arc here, folks. He's like, okay, he's like, all right, Giselle, I'm coming back. I thought Eli was his arch enemy. That's what oh, yeah. I thought. Well, he's got a lot of arch enemies. They're the Legion of Doom. Question can answer. Can Tom Brady be traded? Hmm. I don't know what the, the book is not trading. They're not trading. Well, I don't well, know what the if he yeah, has no trade. Timeout. The Bucks may not trade Tom Brady, but can Tom Brady say he wants to be traded? But why would of he want to be traded? He can't. Can, obviously, it, it, you know, if the Bucks have nothing to offer to protect him. Can he say, yeah, I kind of want out of here and ship me off somewhere? But to where is now the question? Where are you going to send the 35 million, 44-year-old quarterback? I know what Patchy's going to say. I know. Oh, trust me, Bill. I've been thinking it for the last six seconds. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) You want to say it? Do you want me to say it? Say it, Bill. What? What? No. Oh. 
All oh, right, Patch, you can say it. You can say it. Uh, you can say it. Go ahead. All right, Patch, a, a certain te- a certain quarterback that can learn behind another quarterback. I say the New York Giants for one year because you know right. what? It'd be it would be a full circle thing because Brett Favre came back and went to a New York football team. Why can't Brett? Why can't Tom Brady go to the other New York football team? And if that happens, good God, that happens. They'll I will buy you a Brady jersey just to make you wear it. <laughs> and also, if Tom Brady wins the Giants Super Bowl, Bill Murphy will – Bill Corpus Crispy. We are going to ar- arrange a personal meet of a hug between Tom Brady and Bill. Oh, That's God. I, I will take out a personal loan I might have to take a very bank. hot shower after that. <laughs> I will take a loan out of the bank to make that happen. <laughs> so you will go broke just to see me go hug Tom Brady. The only person I would that's say su- I'm getting to touch the man who touched Giselle. That's how I look at it. <laughs> you know, the only per- the only person that really affects is the guy that bought Tom Brady's last touchdown pass for um, five hundred and ten thousand dollars, and now well, he's, he's like suing Brady apparently to get the money back, and I think that'll happen easily. I think Tom Brady wants the ball, so I think Tom, Tom Brady. Brady will pay the guy whatever he wants, a little over. Get the ball I, I would say whatever. I would say a million dollars plus season tickets for life to ever what team I root for. Oh, I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. The, the, the biggest F you. But no, no, big, no, that was gonna be my that was gonna be my that was gonna be my big money ball, no pun intended. So you know what I want for you, Tom? I want a million dollars and season tickets to the team I root for. For life. For, for life. life. I, sorry, not for here. For life. I do that in a heartbeat. Uh, Tom Tom Brady pulls the biggest sweat of the year so far, and we're not even four months in. We're going to talk about my team now, because I can, because I am a (laughs) guy. He's a lost guy. The Dallas Cowboys screwed up yet again for another year in a row, and they didn't go anywhere. However, going into this offseason, Dallas had a very big problem. Jerry Jones lighted, liked to write checks. The problem was no one was keeping track of the checkbook. Dallas was over the cap by close to $35 million at the end of last year. Mind you, they did what every team does. They convert as much as they can with certain players into guaranteed money. So that brought them down to even. Now watch what they've done. Since that, beating them down to the zero, they have traded Armani Cooper, to the Cleveland Browns. Now we'll get to watch Armani tweet about not getting the ball in Cleveland. And I'm sure Odell has some tips for him. <laughs> that took 20 million off the Dallas books. Demarcus Lawrence restructured his contract an extra $10 million off a year. Dallas is now 30 million under. Dallas re-signed Michael Gallup to a five-year $62 million contract. They're still under. Dallas traded away, well, didn't trade away. Cedric Wilson went to Miami on a three-year deal. Okay. Dallas is now 50 under. The Dallas Cowboys are going to make a splash, and the big splash will be Bobby Wagner. I think that is what a lot of this is going towards. And then I think DJ Chark, now that Christian Kirk is now the main man in Jacksonville on a four-year $84 million contract, which – I don't know how the hell Christian Kirk earned that. But if you want to read something stunning, Christian Kirk counts $1.5 million against the cap this year, the way this contract is suited. It's unreal. 
whoever sat down and wrote this, I'd like to shake your hand because it's the most brilliant piece of writing I've ever seen. You get an $84 million quarterback who only counts $1.5 million on your books. And now you're going to have a, a linebacking crew of Robinson and ETN, Lawrence with a new coach. You got Christian Kirk. You got Jones. Jacksonville is starting to look scary. They also picked up um, Brandon Sheriff today as well. And also signed Evan Ingram from the New York Giants for one year. So Evan Ingram is no longer on the Giants, Bill. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Well, all I could say is to Mr. Ingram, I'll miss you, but I won't miss you dropping the ball. <laughs> oh. It has been a crazy, crazy week here in the land of sports. The amount of money that has changed hands over the weekend could have erased the United States national debt three times over. Wow. That's the amount of money. And mind you, we haven't even talked about the biggest trade of of the season yet. We're still there, still coming up. The Seattle Seahawks, where I said Russell Wilson was going to the New York Giants, I was wrong. The Seattle Seahawks make a deal with the Denver Broncos to send Russell Wilson and draft compensation for Drew Locke, Noah Fan, and a lot of draft picks. Poor Noah. I wanted him to stay in Denver with Russell. Noah Wilson, not Noah Wilson, sorry. Drew Locke was throwing to Noah Fant when they got into the league. And now Noah gets to follow him and not get the ball in Seattle. This is not fair well, to Noah Fant. Well, unfortunately, Denver, as soon as the Aaron Rodgers deal came out, they were like, hey, what do we do now? And then they looked at the team up in the top point of the continental states of the Seattle, Washington, and said, hey, Seattle, what do you want for Russell Wilson? And it was a huge overhaul. And And it's a massive haul there for sure, yeah. Yeah, it took a week to to get the deal done, to get the right numbers. All in all, I don't see one team making out better than the other. I think they both came out pretty even, except for Noah Fan. I think he's the only one who got gypped on this whole deal. And Bill, what do you have on it? Okay, here are my thoughts. I have a few thoughts on this. Um, one, I think, um, I think. Denver is going to benefit sh- short term, but I think Seattle's going to benefit long term because here's the thing. And I love Russell Wilson, but he's getting up there in age. He, this season was not his best, but. Well, he also he, missed uh, nine games. Yeah, and that is true. Injury team, prone. Boom, you bring my point. The team also wasn't that good. <laughs> but you know what? I want to I wanna ask this. Um, if you're Seattle, yep. if you're Seattle, and you're, um, okay, you're getting Drew Locke out of the trade. So, but the big question is, are you going to, are you going to use Drew Locke? Or are you going to, to 
or are you going to go to the draft? That's, if I'm correct, Seattle has a top 10 pick. Yeah. Yes, they're number nine. They will take a quarterback at nine. If, yeah, because- if the right quarterback is there who they want, they are not going to pass up any chance to take a top quarterback. Drew Locke is not going to be the, the answer all in Seattle. Drew Locke because- is not going to be able to hit Lockett and Metcalf. They need a quarterback who has, has throwing capability, and that's not Locke. Because here's what I've been thinking, and I was actually thinking about this. Another team that got a new quarterback today, but I'm sure we'll get to that in a second. Um, but, you know, like I was thinking, are you going to – are you going – I was thinking, are you going to keep – are you going to either go right to the draft right now and pick someone up like Matt Corral from Ole Miss? That's or, if he falls to nine. Or Malik Willis. That would be your only shot. Or Malik, I, I think if Willis is there at nine, they take Willis. Yeah, I don't see Corral going to nine. I don't think he's going to be number one, but I don't no. think he's going to number nine. But are you going to, are you going to go with Corral or Willis? Or yeah. are you going to do a... Or are you going to do like a Brady thing back in, like when Brady, a New England thing, sorry, um, a New England thing when Brady left, get Newton for a year, bridge year, and then go and then pick Mac and then get Mac Jones, get a quarterback of the draft like they did with Mac Jones. But I think the best thing for Seattle to do is yes, you got a quarterback out of the deal with Andrew Luck, Luck, Drew Luck. Why did I say Andrew Luck? Ding. Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, you know, we, we, we might rename you again to uh, Bill Locke Murphy. <laughs> Thank you, Patch. Love um, you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, love you, bu- love you, buddy. Anyway, but, but you know what? It's like at this point, you have a top 10 draft pick. Go for Willis. Go for Corral if he falls to nine, which I don't see that happening. No. I would say your best pit, your best option right now is just go to the draft. Drew Locke is not the answer. He's a Band-Aid covering a gash. That's all he, that's all he really is. He has not had the playing time to be able to become the quarterback that Denver wanted him. He's not the quarterback answer in Seattle. Right now, Seattle is rebuilding. They have DK Metcalf for another year. So they better do something or DK Metcalf is going to walk to wherever he's going to go and somebody's going to pay him bigger than whatever to go wherever. And you just traded basically the face of your franchise. So Seattle is now, you know, burning to read, so to speak. They're going to speed through what they have. They're going to rebuild. There are a lot of teams in the rebuilding stages. Can we, real quick, can, can we just talk about the quarterbacks in the AFC West now? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Denver, Russell Wilson, Kansas City, Pat Mahomes, L.A., Derek Carr, Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert. Oh, uh, it's Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, My bad. Raiders. Ding. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. First time I get dinged in a long, very long time. That's why I said finally. Yeah. Yeah. Just think about those QBs for a minute. When you when you look at the number of touchdowns, the, just the four of them are going to put up. That's you a see two hundred right touchdowns in the AFC West. Thrown two hundred touchdowns. That'd be fifty. A, that'd be fifty a team, but not unheard of. 
that's going to be a super division right there, my friends. God knows I ain't betting on any of those games. Yeah, no, I'm not touching those with a 50-foot fight, Paul. But, um, but yeah, I think um, AFC West, you better watch out. Anybody's game now. Um, another move that happened earlier today that I kind of forgot about. Miami signed uh, Teddy Bridgewater to back up uh, Tua. So that's where – that's how Denver is starting to clean house a little bit. You know, no offense to Bridgewater. He had his best year a couple of years ago. He's been a Band-Aid just like Drew Locke is going to be. Which is a shame. Tua. It's a shame because Bridgewater is actually a good quarterback. Yeah, he, he, he had a lot of promise. But I kind of like him in Miami as a backup to Tua. I think that's a good spot for him. I think yeah. that really is a good spot. Yeah, it might not be what he wanted. I'm sure he wanted that starting job somewhere, but I don't think anyone was going to give it. No, to him. Well, no one wants. No one really wants to take a chance at Tay Bridgewater, given his injury history mm-hmm. and you know that. And on top of that, he really hasn't panned out into anything big like he was supposed to. Um, right. And and again, it, it stinks. It, it stinks because he's a journeyman now. But you know, I. I think this would be a good fit. He he's I think he's a very good teacher quarterback. I really do. I really think he's a good veteran presence on the team. Now, if you can go out and win a game, he'll definitely do that for you. So it's a good move for Miami. Yeah. Well, Miami, when you look at the AFC East, let's just look at the AFC East for a second. Mm-hmm. The Jets are rebuilding. We know that. And they started off nicely this year. I'm I'm really impressed. We know where the Patriots are. What are we thinking of the Miami Dolphins? And I'm sure our good buddy Mike Rifkin wants uh, wants our honest opinion. I think they're an actual contender. I think so too. I think they can be absolutely. Well, the, 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 just the way, and I know this was under Flores. I don't know how uh, things are going to go under a new coach, but you know, the team was very resilient throughout the season. They didn't quite give up on their playoff race, so they have the pieces. Yeah, the receiving core. They definitely have the quarterback in Tua. I, I, again, I, I'm a very big believer in Tua Tungvaloa. And then, of course, now you have Bridgewater to back him up, so that's big, too. So, yeah, it's. I think they have the pieces. It's just, I think they're missing the running back. Yeah, and, and it just depends on, you know, where or not they have the team to make the playoffs. And I, I just don't – I don't think they have that yet. But with a nice back, you know, with an, another – Big time receiver. I think they can for sure. It's Miami is is starting to make their way back into the spotlight. Yeah, especially after that way they ended last year. I mean, you can't, seven straight wins. I mean, come on, that was a great way for them to just miss the playoffs. Yeah, too. That's all I got, gems. <laughs> well, also uh, another deal was made today. Um, Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers signed Mitch Trubisky. Yep, that's the one I missed. It's right here in front of me too. Thank you, Bill. And uh, and again, you know, it's a it's it gives Trubisky another chance at starting now that Ben Roethlisberger is no longer on the team. There, I don't know if they have any confidence in Rudolph. So this is clearly the move to make to have a a, a true QB battle. 
I think this is a good deal because Trubisky is a more mobile quarterback than Roethlisberger. Uh, but you're playing in a very tough AFC North with um, Lamar, jo- Joe Burrow, and who knows what's going on with Baker. Yeah. Baker, Baker, Mayfield. Yeah. But the thing, the thing is, um, and I was kind of hoping, because they were talking to the Giants were looking at him, I was hoping for that for one or two reasons, because he's played under Brian Dable when he was an offensive coordinator in Buffalo. And plus, I was hoping if he did go, even if he was just a backup, he could have served as like a mentor to Daniel Jones because he knows Dable's coaching style, so he knows how to shape him. But I think this is a good deal for um, – I think this is a good deal for Pittsburgh. Like I say, you got a more mobile quarterback. But like what Pat said, you got a really tough AFC North. So, And, and you got a quarterback that has made the playoffs before. Yeah, he, he made it with, the, with the Chicago, yeah. So it may not be a championship quarterback yet, but still someone that could be a stopgap and, you know, they ever go after a big-timer later on down the road. Someone that could lead the franchise. It's it, Right now it's a good deal for Pittsburgh. Really and I was thinking with Trubisky that they were going to do that New England thing that I was talking about earlier, but if it's a two-year deal, I think he's going to have him for two years. There'd be a lot of competition between him and Mason Rudolph. Yeah, the, the, no, the, he ain't, he ain't, he hasn't been solidified as the starter, but he's going right. to have time. There'll be a lot of competition, but just one more quick thing. I can't believe I left this out. Arizona signed Colt McCoy to two-year deal extension today. This is only because of what Ky- was going on with Kyler Murray. Colt McCoy saw the most money he was ever going to see in seven and a half million dollars. This shores up they have somebody to receive the snap. At the start of next season, that's sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, Colt. That's sad that you yeah. are being thrusted like this out in the open. Hey, we suck, but hey, Colt's still here. Let's give him two more years, and we can make sure we have a quarterback. Because Kyler Murray's being a crybaby. Yep, he wants well, the money that Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, but he hasn't, he hasn't earned it yet. Yeah, no, he, exactly. he hasn't. He, uh, I think this is the thing with Kyler. This is my concern. He's a great player. But one of my concerns with him was that, you know, because the NFL can offer up the money and not baseball, that he was going to become such a prima donna and all about the money and shit. And he's too young for that. Like, he has to prove it. He hasn't exactly. proved it yet. He's been in the league three whole years. It's nothing. Yeah, and then and let's be real, that team is still building in Arizona. They had a good season, but we didn't expect Arizona to be anything crazy. No, no, they just slid down. But Do we see him get traded? If right they, now. if if he becomes a problem, yes. Well, who's gonna want him? Who wouldn't? Oh, I w- I would. Want him. <laughs> I, I want the Jets to have him. Oh, you kidding, you kidding me? I I killed to have Kyler Murray's talents. Not to say he's better than Dak. Not to say he's better than Dak. No, but well, maybe we could use him. Level. I think yeah. he can play to that level. Maybe we could use him. Who knows? <laughs> the, Gi- um, the, the Giants are going to go after someone in the draft, not this year, the following year. Right. Um, this is a rebuilding year for the Giants. This is a tank year. Stop tanking, please. <laughs> if you're going to get a new quarterback, you, you probably do have a chance of getting Corral because you have a number 
five. You have two of the top. You can go get you. You can go get the ageless bearded wonder Ryan Fitzpatrick for a year. (laughs) No, the Fitz magic in the NFL is dried up. I don't want Fitzpatrick. No, Fitz magic will never die. Yeah, no. He's coming to Dallas, and I the the, the pit in my stomach. No, no he's not going to come to Dallas. I talked about this as, in my Buffalo in the, article. In the, as a backup to Dak, I think so. I think he would easily garner what he wants at nine. He should go back to Buffalo and back up Josh Allen. Okay, you know what? if that happens, Be- then I'm for that. Because, because now Buffalo needs a backup quarterback. And so does Dallas. Yeah, so what about Carson Wentz? We didn't talk about that. Oh, okay. Went. The schmuck, yeah. as I like to refer to him as, it's now playing for the worst owned franchise in football. Good luck, Carson. We wish uh, you the best. You know, the, 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 it's really not much exciting. There's no excitement down here in D.C. for Carson Wentz. I'm being real. You right. have Dan Snyder as your owner. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, that, me on top of that, the, the franchise is an absolute disgrace. They, they stink. So, Carson Wentz and Ryan Fitz, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So Carson Wentz is in Washington. Uh, he'll write out the rest of his contract um, here in DC. But it's probably not going to work out. They'll, it'll probably be a year trial, and then they'll probably go another direction. Or maybe he does so well that he stays. I don't know what what they want to do. Uh, clearly, the the era for Riverboat. Mr. Ron Rivera hasn't quite worked out for the commanders. So he might just be a, okay, you know what? Let's try this for a year. If not, all right, draft well, that's, time. Well, that's exactly what they're going to do. They, they got Carson Wentz because they needed a quarterback. You know, Taylor Heineke was not going to be their quarterback. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, please <laughs> get him out of here. I'm glad he's gone. Um, you know, being real here, they needed a quarterback that could, you know, get stuff done, even though Carson Wentz has, you know, blew up in that final game against Jacksonville with Indianapolis, he's still far better than what Washington has had in recent years. Yes. Uh, You know, I'm glad Terry McLaurin finally have someone to actually can throw him the ball. The question is what shape Carson Wentz will be in there doing. I mean, if they can see the Carson Wentz that played at a high level in Indianapolis, then yeah, the commanders could be a little bit in command. Uh-huh. <laughs> on that note, on that note, Danny Boy, do a social media plug. So you can follow us on Twitter at SIN Sports Insane. Search us on Facebook, SIN Sports Insane Podcast. Uh, look out for the, the network Twitter as well, at Insanity Real. Uh, we are doing March Madness stuff starting this week. So be on the lookout for some March Madness content uh, here on the Sports Insanity Network, Bill. Let the madness begin. Oh, yeah, let the madness begin. Patchy, website. www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com to learn about more about the history of the network, the podcast, and read all our blogs that we have out there. And to learn more about our shows that we offer here on the network. Yeah, again, that's www.thesportsandsandynetwork.com. Um, thanks for joining us tonight. It was great. It was awesome. As always, a lot of free agent talk. I know there was a lot to take in, uh, but we're just so excited that a lot of moves are happening in baseball 
and in football. Danny Boy Reginald, peace out, folks. Lawrence, President Patchman Lang, signing off for the night. We will see you guys next week. The one and only Mark Oldoff, Guy Halpern, checking you out for another week. Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy. And every show, Bill, you have to introduce yourself to that. And every time you say Christy, you get smacked. Okay. You say it right, saying? you get smacked. You say it right, you get smacked. When you say, when you when you finally say crispy, you get a yay. <laughs> but once again, that was Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy. And also, in the great words of Mike, the pun master, Riffkin, we like to say, Namaste. 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 And make sure you say goodnight to your mama because your mama loves you. And I'll take that to bed any day. Me too. Good night, all. Good night. Okay, everybody, a quick MLB free agent update. Uh, ever since... Um, we last recorded a lot of free agents signed. So uh, just give me a second to listen. Well, the Phillies have uh, signed Kyle Schwarber. It was a reported four year, $79 million deal. So Kyle Schwarber uh, gets his money. He goes to uh, what I hope is a rising Philadelphia Phillies team. Um, that's what Bryce Harper believes. Uh, that's what the Phillies believe. So he goes to the Phillies. It's a good deal for Philly. Get a left-handed bat uh, with a lot of power. And he reunites with uh, Coach Kevin Long. I mean, let's be real here. Kevin Long, a tremendous hitting coach. It uh, doesn't matter where he goes. He's a tremendous hitting coach everywhere. So uh, good for Kyle Schwarber on that front. Uh, the Japanese star free agent, Seiya Suzuki, going to the Chicago Cubs. Five years, $85 million. Okay, so... Uh, the Cubs land Suzuki. Hopefully, this will help the franchise. You know, it's going through its you know retooling phase. I like call it retooling, rebuild. It will be like tanking all the ways. I don't think the Cubs really like tank tanked. Uh, they definitely, um, you know, obviously getting rid of Baez and Rizzo uh, last year was a sign that they were going to start uh, changing things up. But uh, I think it's more of a retool because it clearly because they're going after this uh, Suzuki guy. Clearly, uh, that's where the Cubs lie. So hopefully this will help uh, change the fortunes of that franchise. Uh, the Blue Jays get Matt Chapman in a swap with the A's. Uh, the A's send third baseman over to Toronto. Uh, and then um, the, uh, they will get back minor league prospects. A huge stunner in uh, in this free agency. Chris Bryant going to the Colorado Rockies on a seven-year, hundred eighty-two million dollar deal. Like I, I'm the only reason why I'm surprised by it is because I just don't know where the winning is going to come from with the Rockies. I mean, I'm sure they can win. I mean, if they if they <gasps> Excuse me. Maybe they want Trevor Story back, but like, uh, other than that, like it's um, it, it's kind of surprising that Chris Bryant, rather than going for wins, he he just goes for the money, and uh, guess the Rockies offered him boatload, and he took it, and 
hey, I wish him the best, but I, I'm just stunned that that's that's the decision that he decided to go. And the fact that the Rockies even went after him, knowing that you know they don't necessarily have the best team. So, but Chris Bryant signing with the Rockies, and I uh, wish him all the best. And of course, the the biggest one so far, we've been tracking it down, the whole Freddie Freeman saga. And uh, it has officially ended. He will be heading to the Los Angeles Dodgers on a six-year, $162 million deal. And um, this is pretty much what we expected, you know, when the A's decided to uh, not uh, go after him and they decided to trade for Olsen and all that stuff. Uh, They not only trade for him, but they also extended him to a massive amount. So it was um uh that it was pretty clear hey, Freddie Freeman was not going back to Atlanta and uh when the when the stories emerged that he was going to go to L, that he was talking with LA and stuff we we knew pretty much where his sights were set and I'll just say this about Freddie Freeman and the Atlanta Braves it's a failure that he's not going to be in Atlanta uniform it truly is you just won a world series Together, he's supposed to be an Atlanta lifer. He's supposed to be in a Braves uniform for his entire career. This is a man that has been committed to everything that is Atlanta Braves baseball. And the fact that the Braves and Freddie Freeman could not come to some sort of agreement, they could not come to some sort of compromise, they just allowed this man to just walk away. And look, I understand, you know, money and stuff. I, I get it. You know, I understand that you just it just couldn't come together. But at the end of the day, this is a failure. Freddie Freeman should be with the Braves. Period. Point blank. And I feel terrible for Atlanta fans that he has to see them go to the Dodgers of all teams. You know, it's one thing if he came to, like, the Yankees and stuff. Going to the Dodgers? That would not make me happy if I'm an Atlanta fan. Not make make me happy at all. I'll be super upset. So, uh, Freddie Freeman goes to to L.A. He goes to the Dodgers. Uh, it's It's a sad day. It's a sad day. Honestly. Freddie Freeman can give this whole heartfelt message all he wants. I'm not going to read it because it's bullshit. This is a failure. Period. To some NFL news, um, I certainly did not expect this to happen, but um, Julio Jones is being released by the Titans, or at least has been released by the Titans, and uh, this is this stinks um, because I know the Titans traded for him to. You know, bring another wide out and uh, a big offensive presence, someone that can make plays. You know, Julio Jones has always been uh, that guy. He was that guy in Atlanta, and he was the, the point was to replicate that in Tennessee, and it just did not quite happen. You know, lack of presence on the field with injuries and stuff, and then when he was on the field, just didn't didn't make much of an impact. Um, as big as the the Titans thought he would, so clearly that whole thing did not work out and um julio jones is now a free agent free to go wherever he wants and kudos once again 
goes to the Buffalo Bills for signing Von Miller. I mean, I just could not believe that. Six years, $120 million. Von Miller going to the Buffalo Bills. If you're a Buffalo fan, please rejoice. Like that, that is a signing that I would go nuts over. If I was, if they went to the Jets, beefing up a defense that was already very good. Von Miller heads to Buffalo. It's a great, great signing for all. Thanks for listening to the show again. Again, just follow us uh, on Twitter at SIN Sports Insane. Uh, at S Insanity Real, that is our network Twitter and uh, website www.thesportsinsanenetwork.com. Uh, be on the lookout for all things sports across the Sports Insanity Network. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here, president of the Sports Insanity Network. Just reminding you to go to our website www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports and Sandy Network.